Hello, everyone. It's your Like Mother, Like Murder hosts. And we just wanted to remind you that our Mother's Day merch is up on our website at likemotherlikemurder.com. So if you guys are still looking for that special something for all the moms in your life, head on over. We have some custom stuff designed by yours truly. That's Get me. It, girl. That's me, That's guys. you. <laughs> yeah. And Joel. That- Joel helped too. (laughs) That's true. Go Joel. Bye. Us (laughs) truly. (laughs) All right. Go check it out. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. Welcome to Wine Time. I'm Rachel. And I'm Heather. Where two moms will pour a drink, espresso, wine, cocktail, who knows, and tell you stories or complain about moms. You will get the good, inspirational, uplifting, encouraging, the badass, we all know a badass mom, and the crime. Moms who have committed them and or survived them. This is Wine Time. The good, the badass, and, and the, the crime. crime. I like us. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to episode two We wanted to jump on first and give you a little heads up. You will notice we're doing things a little bit different this week. Rachel is going to do a solo story. And then next week, I will be doing a solo story. And then who knows? After that, maybe we'll do one together. Um, so let us know what you think. Let us know what format uh, is is what you're feeling because we want to do what works best for us and for the listeners. So make sure that you let us know. Um, you can email us. Uh, you can message us on Instagram or TikTok. Or you can let us know on uh, our Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Obviously, this week, like if you guys are following us whatsoever, if not, welcome. You're new here. You're our new best friends. But we've been saying, like, share the podcast with your friends, with your families. Make sure that you guys rate and review because that, I mean, sharing it with your friends is awesome. We want that. But the reviews are what gonna, like, what's gonna get us out to everyone else. So as you leave reviews, that kind of bumps us on the platform so that other people can see us. So, Um, Go ahead and do that, and it has to be only the best, most positive, most you're-in-love-with-us review you can ever leave in your life. Um, If you have anything negative, just go listen to a different podcast. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, But, (laughs) uh, yeah, so with that said, we also said anyone who leaves a review this week would be entered in our first little giveaway for some wine time merch. So, Heather put a little something something together for us. So, we're going to so, take that out. We do have some names entered into our giveaway. Um, and who knows if this goes well, maybe we'll do another one with more people who leave um, reviews or comments or um, anything. So, I have this really handy dandy. Um, spinner wheel with the names of everyone who left a review all of our uh entrants and it's uh on this cool little spinner thing um we'll see if we can't figure out a way to like get this up on uh instagram or something like that but i'm gonna spin it and we're gonna yeah, see you're gonna have to hold it like up to i will the, i will i will but i want to sure. be able to spin it okay. okay um so let's see who the the winner is 
Okay, here we go. I'm going to click it. Ooh, drum roll, please. Are you going to be able to see it or is it backwards? I can't, I'm excited. I can't see wait, the game. Wait, wait, what was it? <laughs> oh, it's AF. That's oh, Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. That is awesome. I don't know why, so like, happy. AF. That is the best. That is the best. Like, she is amazing AF. <laughs> I know. I like your name. Ashley AF. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yay, I we love have our that. first winner. I'm so excited. Yes, winner. So, so Ashley, we'll reach I out mean, to you, Ashley, and we yeah, will get you hooked I, up. I feel like we've already, <laughs> I've already personally been talking to her almost every single day because she is like a hype queen and just kind of letting us know and, you know, responding to kind of anything that we post or put out there. Um, so I will be contacting you. We will be contacting you and we need some information of where yeah. we can send you your shit. <laughs> that's so <laughs> exciting. I'm so excited. Oh, that's exciting. That was so fun. We're definitely doing another one of those. Yeah. But with all of that, so now you guys are going to listen to episode two. Woo-hoo! So, which is a very, I hope you like very it. Like she episode. said earlier, <clears throat> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, this is just me solo telling a story. So um, enjoy it. Let us know what you think about it. And then next week, Heather's going to take it away. So yeah. enjoy the story, guys. Episode okay, two bye. starts <laughs> Episode two. Three, two. Ding, 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 ding. Why? Oh, man. That's it. So, That's it long right day. What are you drinking? Because you sent me a picture of it, and now I want to know did. what it is. This, this drink, hey, looks, if you are watching us, bomb. you can see it. It is so good. So, this is, cheers, cheers. This is the um, bird dog, but it is the herbal bird dog. So, it has a very, like, um, earthy mm. herbal taste, whatever that even means. But so what he did, he asked them what they had recommended because he actually went there to ask if they had this lavender whiskey that I wanted. And they don't have it yet. So we have bird dog, um, herbal bird dog, and then this has tonic water. It has little lime slices for those of you that are looking. And then it has lime like squirted in it and ice and it is the bomb. So I'm satisfied with it. Nice. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about you a couple weeks ago because my sister-in-law, you know, we both have two kids and we both had our second kid within weeks of each other. And so we were, um, you know, she had come up with, you know, the whole family. We were all hanging out. And then we said one of these days when we go down to San Diego, we need to leave the kids with her, her parents and all of us adults need to have like an adult time because for the last, you know, five years ish it's all just been like okay what can we do with the kids so we're like yeah let's do an adult time she goes you know what i want to do i was like "Ooh, what she goes i want to drink some fireball and i was like like, hold on wait you say that as if you like that's a new thing were you not like drinking fireball throughout your entire 20s and she said no she said that it was only very recently that she was hanging out with friends and they made some kind of fireball drink and i was like oh my gosh like the memories and just like you know you you hear the word fireball and just like your mind just like goes back 10 years and you're like oh yeah (laughs) 
like the memories and the smell. What was that? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> and that's not necessarily a good one, but it's just like, oh my gosh. And then I told her about how. You know, whenever you were drink, when we we were drinking, you would break out the the bottle of Fireball, and I was like, "There's always oh, yeah. memories oh, made yeah. on Fireball. If you want to go crazy on some Fireball, I mean, I don't know if I could go back and and go as much as I used to. I think that's just an impossibility these days. But we can go hard on some Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> where have you been? Where have you been? Just Not growing up in story. Lancaster, uh, apparently, is where she she, where she no seriously. <laughs> So on the fireball topic, I mean, we can talk about years ago, years ago. No joke. Just now, before I came home, so I was in California for a week, uh, two weeks ago, and um, I had met up with a bunch of my friends um, at a brewery. And my friend, he he goes, hey, I'm outside. And I'm like, cool, come in. And he's like, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 I need you to come out. Uh-oh. <laughs> Okay, so I come out there, and he's like, where's your car? And my mom dropped me off, because I'm about to get, I'm going to have fun, right? That fool brought me an entire, like a big, the big handle of Fireball, and he's like, this is your, like, parting ways gift or whatever. So, of course, in the middle of the parking lot in Lancaster, or Palmdale, I was like, want to take a shot? Let's (laughs) chuck some gallon of Fireball right here. (laughs) Yeah, so we did. We did, yep. and I will tell you, throughout that night, we had the fireball in the brewery, and we just kept pouring it in. You know how you can get a flight flight yeah. when you go beer tasting? Yeah. So people were getting the tastings, and every time they were done with the tasting, I would just fill them up. Wait, how did you back? get in a big thing of fire? How did you get it into the brewery, though? Like, how did you get it in? <laughs> I just put it in a bag, in another bag, <laughs> and I just hit it. <laughs> What do you mean? This is, this is the, the way I am. So ever. I just <laughs> I just hit it in a bag. And every once in a while, I'll be like, somebody pour me a shot. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we would just fill up the little flights. And then eventually I was like, you know damn well they're not taking this to the back to clean it and not knowing that I'm chugging fireball. Yeah, <laughs> like 100%. They're picking up happening. these flights going, when did we start serving a fireball right. beer? Like, what's right. going on? <laughs> oh, if you would, that's would beautiful. Be every day. Also, I was spending enough money. If they were to hey, complain, I yeah. would have chugged it in front of their face. Like, I was spending enough there. So, actually, I didn't spend <laughs> I'm surprised none of the servers came up to you and were like, Joel hey. Spent the money. <laughs> it was him. I didn't well, spend I shit. Think, you know, that it's the, what are we they were spending it's money. the royal eye. It's Joel included in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Exactly. When I say I, I meant him. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, what? what is that? What's mine is so yours bad. and what's yours is ours. <clears throat> ours? <laughs> yes. Okay. With that said, I know we need to start the show. We need to start the show Sorry. 100%. But we, real quick, talk a lot. I made Joel watch. We do. And it's fine because we actually came into this recording saying, all right, we already did banter. We're not going to do just banter. Gonna We're not going to talk. Show. We're not going to And it's like shit. 15 minutes Whatever. later. I'm just going to log on. Exactly, exactly. I'm going to log on and I'm going to start the show. It's all right. And here we are. <laughs> I love us. We're hilarious. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, please tell me a story. Oh, shit. Watch this real quick. Okay. Hey, babe. Yeah. Can you make me a drink? Sure. <laughs> 
We're going to start right now. <laughs> His face was so <laughs> It was really <laughs> so choking. The funniest part, the funny funny I'm <laughs> sweating part is that he <laughs> I had to turn my fan off so that we could make sure that the audio was good too. So I'm just going to like be humid. I want to tell <laughs> Let me tell you another thing real quick since he's making me <laughs> Another thing, real quick, none of my stories are quick, is Kentucky is humid AF, my friends. Mm-hmm. And today it was it was 108, the the heat index. So it said it was gonna be like 97, and then it was like, here, how about you just die instead? So it was 108. And not only was it 108, every 45 minutes it downpours. What? <laughs> It just, oh yeah, oh yeah, every 45 minutes. Thank you. Where did you move the rainforest? How is it downpouring? Thank you, Joel. Yeah, no, I live in the rainforest. Heather says thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So. Hi, my name is Joe, and I'm the host of Tales, Trails, and Taverns. In this show, Rob and I like to take an active approach by hiking out to haunted, creepy, and abandoned places. We love the adventure and discovering the dark history of the locations we visit. We release a new episode every Friday on Apple, Spotify, and Patreon, as well as bonus episodes on varying Tuesdays. But don't just take my word for it, we have great listeners who have left some awesome reviews. Oh, I love adventure, but during those times when I can't get to the outback, oh, I like to listen to Tales, Trails, and Taverns. Those boys dig deep into the dark history. And their first-hand experiences really delivers the excitement. This podcast is a beaut. Back when I was the governor, I didn't have time to listen to podcasts. But now that I'm retired from politics, I can focus on my two passions. Pumping iron and listening to tales, trails, and taverns. It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is that we all listen to tales, trails, and taverns. I love listening to the podcast. Wait, what's a podcast again? It's an audio show you listen to. Oh, like on the radio? Sort of, yeah. Okay. I love listening to Tulips and Tiddlywinks. It's Tales, Trails, and Taverns. And what do you do again? Hike to scary places and drink beer. Sounds terrifying. Okay. I like to listen to Terrifying Tea Time, but not on the radio. Uh, okay, thank you. You did great. You're welcome. Say, so you're kind of cute. Is there a Mrs. Tales, Trails, and Taverns? Now, now you get it? No actual celebrities or political figures have endorsed Tales, Trails, and Taverns. All the reviews you've heard were written poorly by the host, George Lennox, as well as the impersonations of celebrities, politicians, and movie characters. I meant no harm. Please don't sue me. <laughs> For those of you I, who can't see us right now, probably everyone, because I don't know if we're ever going to post the video to this, every time we sing, both of us put a finger up and do like a... <laughs> yes. Are you not Mariah Carey when you sing? I don't understand. <laughs> if you're not, you're doing it wrong. Um... Right. Come on. Hold your ear. Put your finger up. Do your thing. Um, no, but yeah, so it was so weird Ugh, because it was sounds horrible. 108 and then all of a sudden it would be raining. Well, I would like to say if it didn't rain, I would have died. I wouldn't have showed up to the session. You would have never heard from me again. It would have been bonus teaser and out. We would have been done because I would be on a street somewhere fucking dead. Yeah. No joke. So, well, I, it is I'm what glad it is. at least it, it gave you a short reprieve from the hundred plus degree weather with the random down. Yeah, because normally you bring like a squirt gun to like squirt yourself. Fuck, thank you. <laughs> I don't gotta do the work. It's you got a natural so, squirt gun. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's try this again. Hey, want to hear my story? <laughs> I do. I really do. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. All right. Here we go. Enter cue music. All right. Here we go. It's story time. All right. Heather. Yes. Right I had a crazy one for you today. I want to hear it. Today. I want to hear it Yes, all. I do. Okay. So today I will be telling you a story about a mother whom at any moment in time was referred to as one of the most unlucky people out there. I will be taking you down a journey that when I first heard this case, it just blew my mind. I thought it was insane. This case is on Stacy Castor. Castor? Castor. I'm so excited. A very brief. I got like, I know. I know. It's going to be good. Castor. 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 <laughs> a very brief background on Stacy is that she was born on July 24th, 1967, in Clay, New York, to Jerry Daniels and Judy Eaton. Her mother, Judy, referred to Stacy as being a very curious kid and was always asking questions about everything. When in high school, Stacy fell madly in love with her high school sweetheart, Michael Wallace. The couple married, and then in 1988, brought their first daughter, Ashley, into the world. And not long after, they had their second daughter, Bree, in 1991. Again, hey, we were born in 90. Born so, in 90. So, I mean, right there. Yeah, they're right in between us. Mm-hmm. It is said in many articles that Stacy and Ashley, so Stacy and her first daughter, they were inseparable. And throughout life, they became best friends. Um, and then Michael and Bree, the second daughter, they had a very special bond of their own. Stacy worked as a dispatcher during the day, and Michael worked as a mechanic at night. Although, getting married, starting a family, and working to provide for the family seems like an ideal situation, it didn't stay that way forever. In 1999, Stacy and Michael were not, a happy, not at a happy point in their life and in their marriage. Michael was known to drink and actually do drugs on occasion. Their work schedules did not have them being able to spend much time together, mm-hmm. and Stacy was at her wit's end in the relationship. She was over it. Mm-hmm. She actually told one of her friends that after the holiday season was over, she was going to file for divorce from Michael. Um, but that day never came. And that is where the unlucky happenings begin. So it's still, mama. still 1999. 1999. Okay. I mean, that was. So the the holiday seasons of that. So the girls were both still, like, young. Young girls. You've got, like, an 8-year-old and, like, a, what, like a 10, 11-year-old. 11-year-old. Okay. So in in early 2000, Stacy called the cops, where Michael was found dead in their home. In the recent weeks, Michael had randomly became very ill, and his family and friends were concerned for his recent health issues. And they continued urging him to go see a doctor. But he never made it to that date. Michael had woke up one of the mornings very ill. Stacy went on with her day as normal. Ashley, she was home. She was sitting on the couch with her father. Because Stacy Stacy had went to work. Mm-hmm. So Michael's homesick. Ashley's home on the couch. And she had noticed him. He was making like... Weird faces. She's, she says later, he was making weird faces at her. And then at one point, he actually raised his arm in the air. And then it just, like, fell to his side. She really thought nothing of it. Because right. she's just thinking, like, he hasn't been feeling well. You know, like, okay. Like, th- it's sad. But this is but what this I've been dealing what, with for what, a couple weeks. Exactly. Know, my like, dad has been doing for the last couple yeah. weeks. He's been sick. Right. 
Gotcha. Exactly. So she later, she had to leave. She had to go get her sister from school. So she left. She went to go pick up her little sister from school. And when she returned home, there were police and ambulance at her home. That day, her father died. Michael was only 38 years old when he passed. And that day, the doctors let the family know that he had died from a heart attack. Oh, my gosh. Stacy and her daughters had to keep living. Stacy was said to put on a very unbothered face. And she, you know, she had told everyone she has to be strong for her mm-hmm. daughters. It's not about just just her and how she's feeling and how sad she is. She has two two daughters that she has to be strong for. Mm-hmm. So she did her best to just move on, you know. As sad as it was, she tried her best. Mm-hmm. In 2003, Stacy married again. This time she married David Castor. This was actually her boss at the air conditioning, installation, and repair company where Stacy was an office, in, office manager at the time. Okay. David Castor was divorced himself. He had raised a son with his then wife, and, you know, then they had separated at some point. As soon as he married Stacy, he made it very clear to Stacy and her daughters, Ashley and Bree, that he wasn't interested in becoming a father figure in their lives. That's all just, that's so fucking up. bullshit. Fucking bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, we have I to mean, add that in. Just, I'm sorry. Especially as yeah, a dad, like he is a dad. He's already a dad. And, and so like you should know that like you can't just, even if, even when your kids do become adults, you don't just stop being a parent at that point like right. you're you're always right. a parent no <clears throat> yeah that's crazy and i mean it it is said that his son was older he was already out of the house mm-hmm. and ashley and Bree, they were teenagers but that's not the point you are marrying someone right that is also your your that's part of your life it's now. a package like deal. that's just it, right. it is right right exactly so ashley and Bree had just lost their father and now stacy married a man who has blatantly let it known that he wasn't there for them. He wasn't there for the girls. He was only there for Stacy. So only two years later, problems had arose. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> sure. For sure. Um, so two years later, problems had arose. Argument after argument left their relationship very rocky. A known argument that they were having was that David wanted to celebrate his and Stacy's uh, two-year wedding anniversary. And they wanted to go on a two, or well, he wanted to go on a two-week wedding trip or two-week trip together, their wedding anniversary. Um, but Stacy told Michael that she could not leave her daughters alone for that long. Mm-hmm. At this point in time, Ashley was 17 and Brie was only 14. She tried to talk to David about bringing the girls along. He was not having it. Um, that was just an absolute no. So the fighting continued to the point where he started drinking very heavily. And at one point, he actually told them to get out. He was drinking so much that he got in a really big argument. They had argued for like seven hours on a Friday night, and he told him to get out, and he locked himself in the bedroom. Stacy said she would go up to the door and put her ear to it to make sure that he was breathing. And then she would, like, hear him, and she would just leave. Okay. She didn't know what else to do. After the weekend... Stacy went to work on Monday morning, but David never showed up. Reminder, and they, worked they worked together. together so right? so Stacy ended up calling the cops for them to go and do a welfare check on David. When they had arrived, the bedroom door was still locked, and once they kicked the door in, they found David laying dead on his bed. Oh my god. Stacy was said to be absolutely inconsolable. When they spoke with Stacy, she mentioned how they were fighting about everything recently. She mentioned the trips. 
and how he cannot stand her daughters, Ashley and Bree, and that it looks to her as if he actually might have committed suicide. So she, she said, had mentioned she to them. She said she thinks he committed suicide. Okay. Yeah. So one of the things that she she told the investigators was that his dad had passed away recently, and he was taking it very hard. Right. And he seemed very different in the recent days. So with that said, they did a detailed investigation of the scene, stating that they had seen David laying on the bed. There was vomit around him. There was vomit all around the room. Mm-hmm. Different cups with different liquids in them. Alcohol bottles. An antifreeze bottle at the end of the bed. What? They noticed that one of the cups, yeah, one of the cups had a bright green liquid in it. And they believe that to be antifreeze as well. And when searching the home thoroughly, a turkey baster was found in the trash can of the kitchen that had droplets of antifreeze and alcohol. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, in the kitchen. So, no, yeah, so not in the bedroom. This was found outside the bedroom. Right. Okay. Right. So... The coroner reported that David Castor's death was a suicide okay. by self-administered lethal dose of antifreeze. David's ex-wife and the mom to, to their son right. told the investigators, David would not take his life. There's no way. Especially because their son, whom David loved very much and was very close with, like he would not do that. Okay. So it, it was just, it was a whirlwind. There was so much going on and... But it doesn't matter. The investigators, they said with all of the evidence that they had seen, that's what it was. Right. And the coroner was like, he did have that amount of antifreeze in, in his, his body. System. Okay. So, yeah. So they had said that that was what it was. And they declared his death was by overdosing on antifreeze. Um, Stacy had now lost two husbands and Ashley and Bree lost their father and their stepfather. Mm-hmm. The investigators began to think that either Stacy is very unlucky or something is going on here. The detectives began to look at David Castor's death as a possible homicide, and what they were about to unravel is unbelievable. They checked for the DNA on the glasses and the turkey baster. They wiretapped Stacy's house and her phones, and they put cameras at the grave sites where Stacy had David Castor buried right next to her first husband, what? Michael Wallace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, okay, sorry, not right next to, because she left a gravesite right in between them. Oh. For when she ended up passing, she was just going to lay right in between. That's creepy as hell. Yeah. David Gaster, <clears throat> her, and I don't Michael Wallace. No. Yeah, that I just, no. I will never understand. Imagine no. if you're David Caster's son, right, who just, like, lost his dad, and he's like, let me go visit my dad. At his gravesite, and knowing that two gravesites over is like the ex-husband. That's so creepy. I'm all about you know blended family it up, it. but that's that's a little that's a little much, right? I got a blended family. I'm not going to be buried by <laughs> the majority of who I've been with or who they've been with. Let me tell you, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> This ain't no uh, co-parenting plot we're going to have. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, you could be down the road. Um, okay, so, yeah, I just, yeah, that's wild. I thought that was a, a pretty crazy. insane kind of detail that was added in there. Mm-hmm. The fact that she did that, yeah. I mean, but at the same time, you can think of it as she was married. Right. That was her, her husband. 
if you think of it that way, like that was her husband and she does have this new husband and she's alive. So she wants them together. Yeah. This is her life. These are her men. Like, I, that sounds weird, but at her, different times, it was, like, it was her, her first husband, the father of her right. children who, you yeah. know, she loved and spent a life with and then he died. And now right. she wants yeah. to, you know, she loved and was spending a life with the second guy and then he dies. So, you know, yeah. I guess, but it's still creepy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's wild. It is wild. It's crazy. But after they got the DNA evidence that Stacy's fingerprints were on, like, in fact, on the items Whoa. that were in the bedroom that David was drinking out of, as well as the turkey baster that they mm. found in the trash can, they became even more suspicious. Right. But the thing is, she lives in that house. True. Her fingerprints were not enough to point blame. Right. But it was enough. For them to have suspicion of murder uh-huh. and therefore exhume her first husband, uh-huh. Michael Wallace's body, oh my right, to do an autopsy on. So because of the suspicion, right. they're able to move forward. Right. Like without that suspicion, without that DNA, they wouldn't have been able to do that. Do you think so her daughters they were, knew that my mom, they must be suspicious of my mom because why else would they be digging up my dad? Like how I feel crazy. like so at this point, you know, they're seventeen, fourteen. Right. To me, I think of me at that age, I would have known. Right. I would have been you would be aware, well aware. like that, yeah. you know, my dad he died, my mom yeah. and then my, my stepdad dies. Yeah. And then, you know, my mom is uh, I mean, I'm assuming they bring her in for questioning, and then maybe at that point you don't think anything right. of it. But then you you have to have at some point found out that they are exhuming your dad. And why else would they be exhuming your dad? Yeah. I mean, I mean, 14 and 17 is young, but it's not stupid. Like, they have to be aware. Right. It's not stupid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I feel like it is very obvious that they might have been having these thoughts. Yeah. But at the same time, this is their mother. It's their mom. Yeah. 100%. If, if she's going through. Well, I'm like, it, it is one of those things where you don't know. Right. And and how unlucky can this mom be right. to have these things be happening one after the other? Right. And she, yeah. Like, who are you going to trust? Morning, your own mom who you've, you know, obviously been and loved right. and been with your whole life for these random cops that are like, oh, we're digging right. up the body. So they exhumed his body mm. and they did the autopsy on it. When his toxicology report came back, Michael Wallace had also been killed by antifreeze. And the story just becomes that more intense. So they could still find um, the antifreeze, like, what, five years later or whatever it was? In his body? Yeah, so... So uh, they thought I mean, it was a heart attack. I know this is going to sound And now crazy. they're looking at it and they're saying, no, antifreeze. Right. So I want to point out that uh, Michael Wallace's sister had asked... Or not asked, but told when she was at the hospital after he had passed away, uh-huh. he was telling Stacy and their mother that, you know, you guys need to do an autopsy. He's too young because he was 38 when he passed. And Stacy's like, no, this is my husband. We're not doing that. Yeah. So it just, it, it is what so it is. So the sister it was like, happen. we need answers. And Stacy was like, no, we're good. It's okay. But at the time, you're not That's thinking wild. anything of that. You're probably just thinking, look, grieving wife. 
she wants to just put this to rest right. why put her daughters through like the prolonged process of like an autopsy we we should give him a proper burial we should say our goodbyes and we should try to move on with our life like let's not draw this process out you know you can see that as like especially like if you're thinking she's doing right. this especially for her family she wants to you know like tie this off with you know and and end it on like get some closure here instead of like draw things out but right. that's I mean, looking obviously yeah. twenty twenty hindsight, you're like suspicious as blah. No, it is one of those things where it's like you, if you don't have a suspicion, if you don't right. have this thought, this negative thought that something's happening, and why would you? Right. Why would you? Because for the most part, they were a happy family. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the thing is, is they were, and it is very sad. And Stacy is very distraught, and she is grieving, and the kids are grieving, and it's it's sad so but so after they had found out that he had also passed by the antifreeze Mm -hmm. like i said the story just becomes more crazy so stacy at this time she had actually collected david's will that was left entirely to her and she tried to move forward with her daughters again since her and her daughters had been through a lot so wait so one loss so nothing to his son who not that we're aware of so much yeah Right, exactly. Okay. So it's like all of a sudden, this is just hers. <gasps> they one last after another. So should, they lost their real dad. Mm-hmm. Now they lost their stepdad. Mm-hmm. And the evidence coming to the surface that they might not be, this might not be an unlucky situation right. whatsoever. So the investigators started looking at Stacy. Um, could this actually be an unfortunate coincidence? Right. Or is it something more? Either was Stacy a suspect? Sorry, either way, right. Stacy was a suspect. This was very hard for her and her daughters. Stacy and Ashley, who were still as close as could be, uh-huh. her and her firstborn, were still best friends. They were in the home together, having drinks, just being there for each other in this very hard time. You know, Stacy just found out that they're questioning her. Right. They are looking at her possibly for this homicide over David Castor, right. thinking, you know, that this might be something more. So her and Ashley are having drinks together just being there for each other when brie went into her sister's room to check on her there was ashley on her bed unconscious stacy called the cops immediately there was a very different detail this time around though unlike her father and her stepfather when brie and stacy were in her room they found a note that was jaw-dropping stacy had given the note to the investigators who when reading it realized they were not reading what was only a suicide note but it was also a confession. In this note, Ashley confessed that she couldn't bear the burden she was living with and that she had to end it. She said that she had killed her father. He loved Bree more than he loved her. And he had treated her mother wrong. Mm. After that, she then killed her stepfather because he never wanted anything to do with them anyways. She had said that she was happier when it was just Stacy, Bree, and her herself Mm -hmm. but when they started accusing her mom she couldn't take it anymore and she had to try to make things right so she drank and she took a lot of prescription pills to end her own life oh my gosh they had rushed ashley to the hospital with you know the thought that she was gone Mm -hmm. um ashley she actually woke up um they saved her life she woke up and she was met with the police in her face could you imagine, like, waking like, up in the waking hospital? waking up in a... Ho- like, first right. of all, waking up, you're in a hospital. You're like, oh, my God, what's going on? Am I okay? And then right. a police shows up, and he's like, 
Hey yo, why yeah. did you kill? Hey yo, hey yo, why <laughs> would you try to kill yourself? Um, no, it's it's so so sad. And she's like what seventeen, eighteen at this point. Like she's still young. Yeah. Like she's mm-hmm. young. When Ashley woke up, she was met with the police questioning her suicide note. They were questioning the pills that she had taken, and they were questioning how she could murder her father and her stepfather. Right. In that moment, Ashley sits up in the hospital bed, and she looks at the police. The whole story changes. She told them, uh, I did not write a suicide note. She, she didn't take any pills. She absolutely did not murder either of her fathers. Oh my God. She continued to tell the police about the days leading up to her hospital visit. And as Ashley is talking and giving all of the information to the police and investigators, Stacy is outside of Ashley's room demanding to be let in. Oh, my God. Stacy is just outside, losing her mind. Throw it a fit. Like, let me see my daughter. Exactly. She said, do not let her talk. Let me see her first. She needs me in there. Stacy was fucking losing it. Oh, my God. But why? Well, I wonder why. What could Ashley say right. that Stacy didn't want her to? Right. So Ashley said that after the cops had told Stacy they were looking into her for the murder of both of her husbands, mm-hmm. she said she didn't want to be alone. Okay. And she asked Ashley to come over after her college courses were done for the day. Ashley arrived, and her mom said she wanted to drink with Ashley. So they began drinking and talking. Ashley didn't like the drinks. But her mom just kept on pouring and giving them to her. I mean, take a second to think of this. Ashley's only 17. Yeah. 18 tops. Yeah. Um, But it's like, she's she's young. Right. Your mom's asking you to drink with you. So you're like, okay. Also, like I said, they've been best friends forever. Like she's... she's, So it's like, like, why would you have any... I need to be here for my best friend. I need to be here for my mom. Exactly. Exactly. And she thinks they're just going after her, and it's this unlucky situation that she's just like, oh, my gosh, they're coming at my mom, and she's already gone through enough. It's not okay, and now this. And I, you know, that's just insane. Right. Like I said, she didn't even like the drinks that her mom was pouring her. She was drinking them. But she called it a night. She went to bed. She actually woke up for school the next day. She had a massive hangover. Uh, Um, But she made it to school, and she got through the day. Go, girl. (laughs) Who drinks? We've all you been know, there. You know. <laughs> she managed to make it to school and get through the day. And once she got back with her mom, her mom was offering to pour her drinks again. She's like, Mom. She told her mom that she didn't even. Yeah. She's like, these suck. They don't taste good. What are you doing? <laughs> so it's stated, actually, in many articles that Stacy actually told Ashley to put the straw all the way in the back of her throat. And the further she put it back, she wouldn't taste it. Oh, my God. So just stick it all the way back and just start chugging. And that she wouldn't taste it. Imagine your mom telling you this. Oh, my gosh. I have... I would like to point out, I have I have margaritas with my mom. Right. I have wine with my right. mom every once in a while. She would never be never. like, bitch, put that straw on the back of your throat. Chug that <laughs> shit. Like, no. There is no way. That's insane. My mom's like, after you sip that, put it down and go to bed, honey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Make I mean, sure everyone's different, but it's like, it. that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Balance. It's all about balance. Yeah. I mean, oh here we are. Here we are. But after drinking more, the next thing that Ashley remembered was waking up in the hospital. Oh, my gosh. So 
She woke up in the hospital. If Brie, her sister, hadn't found Ashley unconscious in her room at that very moment, doctors said that she probably wouldn't have made it. Thank God for little sisters. With all of that said, exactly, exactly. I don't have a little sister, but I can assure you both my brothers are going to pull me out of that. They're going to be in there like, what got bitch? Um, (laughs) Yeah, so Brie found her, and with that said, um, she could have been Stacy's third victim. Her first yeah. husband, her second husband, and now her very her own, own daughter. daughter. Her, her very own best daughter. friend. Like, oh my God. Exactly. She didn't care. She didn't Psychopath. care. Psychopath. For two years, I don't understand why two years. Like, it just blows my mind. But for two years, they gathered all of the evidence against Stacy. And here is the truth of the matter. I am going to let you know. In early 2000, Stacy was mentally checked out of her marriage. But why get a divorce when she could just kill her own husband and collect life insurance? So she began adding antifreeze in his drinks. She wasn't sure of the right amount. So Michael Wallace had a very long health struggle. While Stacy slowly poisoned him to death. I would like to point out for anyone who's not aware, and I hope no one is, because you shouldn't know these things unless you work in the medical field. But antifreeze, (laughs) when drank it begins to like crystallize in your in your internal like in your organs and it starts to shut everything down so it is a very very painful way to die um it is a long painful process so no one i I mean i shouldn't say no one because i'm sure everything happens but people are not just out there committing suicide to antifreeze right that is torture oh my god that is torture so and it just it's makes been no hap- sense. like that's why he was sick because she didn't know yeah, like exactly. she she didn't know yeah. like how much would actually kill him. So he's like yeah. going weeks and whatever, just feeling like yeah. crap. Like oh my gosh, I'm sick, and the whole time yeah, it's and his family she, knew. Yeah, and that's why his sister said his sister said do you an know, autopsy. He's been an autopsy. Sick. Like do an autopsy. he's young. Oh yeah, my gosh. yeah, but no, you know the wife has all the power. That's crazy. The wife has all the power. So in 2005 flash forward right. five years stacy was fed up with her then husband david castor right. and she saw him as another dollar oh sign gosh. she made the decision to kill again after fighting and fighting and fighting she forced david to drink alcohol beverages mixed with antifreeze with and the when it wasn't good enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> when it wasn't good enough they found that <laughs> stacy used that turkey baster to speed up the process by forcing the drinks uh, down his throat oh my god this murder was much faster right than the first one apparently turkey um, basters are faster than just lacing people's drinks I just, you know, I can never watch, like, Rachel Ray or whatever <laughs> else is on TV. I'm just going to be like, um. You better stop. I still can't look at a, a the little pick fork thing that, from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, Anyways, my God. Oh, 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 my God. I know. Just it. don't start. Don't start. <laughs> don't start. So... <laughs> Okay, sorry, everybody. We're back. <laughs> like, the image um, just flashes through she, your head. I just can't. <laughs> Tara. <laughs> okay. Um, so, the investigators, they became suspicious of Stacy at this point. Right. Were we dealing with a black widow? Was she just marrying and murdering for the financial gain? The answer is yes. Yeah. She had David's will forged. <gasps> Here we are. You said it earlier. She had David's will forged so that she could collect all of his life insurance because everything in his will at the time was supposed to be left to his ex-wife and his son. So both of them. 
They had put the cameras at the gravesites of the husbands since they were together mm-hmm. in hopes that Stacy would give a confession or somehow give herself up when visiting. Mm-hmm. She never visited their gravesites once. Oh she gosh. never went there. I hate her. I'm so mad right <laughs> At now. least it made it um, easier on the Stacey, cops. Like, they didn't have to the monitor, too. They probably could use, like, the same camera. Like, they didn't even have to monitor, like, yeah. two separate locations. Yeah. Oh, my god. They were gosh. like, this is sweet. What a good idea. <laughs> we should start planning this. Oh, my god. Yeah, so I, I don't know. But, yeah, they were hoping to get a confession from those gravesites, but she never even visited, so right. it didn't matter. Um, Stacy had also been taken in for interrogation and questioning. And in this interview, Stacy she slipped up big time. Stacy had mentioned at the time that she was helping bring her husband, David, drinks uh-huh. when he was ill. Uh-huh. That she was trying to be there for him and, you know, help him through what he was going through um and that's why her fingerprints were all over the glasses because remember they had ran that dna and she was like well obviously i I live there there. second of all i'm trying to help my husband but (laughs) when she was asked which drinks she had poured in which glass stacy said and i quote well in this glass here i began to pour the antifree Oh, and then oh. stopped abruptly. Yeah, dumb. <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> The investigators, they asked, uh, what did you just say? <laughs> say what said, Yeah. <laughs> the, the interview was over at that point. She was like, no, we're done. The interview is over. But before she left, as she was walking out of the room, Stacy saw her case folder. And she was walking out, and she, like, looked over, right? Mm-hmm. She saw a picture, because they took pictures when David had passed away. Right. She saw the picture of the turkey baster. Ooh. And she was like, what's that picture all about? And the detective <gasps> looked at her and was like, the interview's over, remember? Oh, we'll be my. talking to you shortly. God. Yeah. In 2007, Stacy invited her daughter over. In a state of distress, being confronted as a suspect in the murders of her husband, mm-hmm. she devised a plan to set up her own daughter Ugh. by killing her and leaving a suicide note next to Ashley's body, Ugh. confessing that she was the one who poisoned and murdered both her father and her stepfather, letting Stacy off the hook. What a horrible, I know, horrible, yeah. horrible. How Bob. do you do that? How do you do that? In the suicide note, she had said that she poisoned. So in, in Ashley's suicide note, mm-hmm. she says she poisoned both of her fathers using alcohol and antifree. And that's how remember, she called it before was free. Right. Antifree. Not antifree. Exactly. Is no. that a thing to like call it antifree? No. Is that like the name? No, of, I don't like- think it's a thing. <laughs> I think Stacy's a freaking fool. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Stacy used that that word antifree in her interrogation. Right. Um, and now in this typed suicide note, typed, by the way. Mm-hmm. It was typed. Not written. Um, it was, mm-hmm. yeah, it was referred to as antifree not only once, but four times. Ooh. So this was not a coincidence. She right. legitimately thought that that was the word. This wasn't like so, a typo. It wasn't like a oopsie. No. I forgot to spell out my word. This is the way that I oops, say antifree. did it again. <laughs> Yeah, fucking idiot. I want to fight this girl. So, <laughs> Stacy had invited Ashley over. She crushed up pain pills. She Ugh. put them in her drinks, and she forced him to drink, like, forced her to drink them. Ugh. She typed up a suicide note and left it next to the body of her daughter, God. leaving her to die. Bitch. I just, <laughs> oh my God. I know. 
I, you know, so for everyone listening, Heather and I are both girl moms. Girl moms. Um, she has yeah. two daughters, and I have my daughter. And I mean, it doesn't matter if you have a girl or a boy or stepkid or a foster child or fucking anybody. How the fuck do you How? do that? I know. I am sorry. I am so sorry. Ugh. There is no explanation. I just, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter because guess what? Luckily, Ashley fucking lived. Yes. And guess what? She was able to set the record straight. Yes. So Thank on you, February Brie 5th. Too, yeah. Little sister to yeah, the rescue. Yeah. Hey, get it, girl. Yes. Right. right. It's that sister vibe. <laughs> <laughs> so on February 5th, 2009, Stacy Castor was arrested and charged with second degree murder of David Castor. So just David Castor? Of just him. But also attempted second degree murder of her daughter Ashley. Oh so nothing of Michael Wallace. Wait. But so wait, I, I you don't said know. Second I don't know. degree I don't know. murder of her daughter, even though yeah. she attempted second degree murder of her daughter, even though she clearly plan that shit out and over a day because from what it sounded like she was like giving her the pills the night before felt like she didn't give her enough girl was able to power through went through a whole day of school came back and her mom gave her more pills how is that second degree how is that not like full-on premeditated first degree murder like oh my god it was it was definitely premeditated, 100%. so I will tell you something else that I don't, well, I don't have this written down here, but I just know it. Stacy was actually, one of the things that they had caught her on is the computer at home. Uh-huh. Um, that suicide note had been, it had rough drafts. <gasps> and Stacy had rough drafts to this suicide note. And she actually had it saved on her computer, and it was at times that Ashley, or yeah, Ashley was at school, and, and so it couldn't have, have really you know, been her. Yeah. Well, you know how they were tapped into her phones uh-huh. and they were recording her? Uh-huh. You can hear some of the phone calls. You hear her typing. <gasps> so it's stuff like that where it's just very obvious. Oh, but it was actually she was logged onto her account that the, the suicide note was uh, typed up by. Crazy. So that's another thing. It's just I don't I don't understand some of the sentence like the sentencing situations. Right. Um it is it is what it is yeah this is 2009 there's nothing i can do about it now yeah. but just continue on with the story <laughs> so um yes like i said arrested and charged with second degree murder of david castor okay. attempted second degree murder of her daughter Ashley. but nothing of the first in march been. at her sentencing nope nope mm-hmm. in march at her sentencing stacy was sentenced to two 25 years to life sentences for david and ashley uh-huh. And a four-year sentence for forging David's will. Oh. A total of 54 years to life in prison. Uh-huh. I don't understand how she wasn't sentenced to life. Right. But she she did. Died in prison. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, she even died by a heart attack <laughs> in 2016. <laughs> by a heart attack. Which karma. is the exact same thing that her first husband, yes, karma, <laughs> was suspected of dying of. And that, my friend, is Karma. <laughs> Karma killed that bitch. <laughs> that is crazy to me. Um, but but it doesn't even end there. What? It doesn't even end there. She's dead. Because there's one final twist to this story. Okay. <laughs> She's dead. No, it doesn't matter because there's fun like one final twist. It said later that Stacy might have even killed her own father. What? Her dad was in the hospital. Yeah, her dad was in the hospital for a lung issue. And he was actually on the mend. So he had already been there for a little while. Okay. He was 
getting better. Uh-huh. And on the day before, the day before he was going to be released, Stacy went to visit him. Ooh. She went to visit him. And guess what she brought him? She brought him a soda. A soda pop. Laced with the antifreeze. I, <laughs> we'll never know what it was. All I do know is the next day, her dad died in that oh hospital. Oh, my gosh. Her dad died in that hospital. Everyone was very confused. He was getting he better. Was getting better. Yeah. He was going to be released. But instead, he passed. Oh, my god! And guess what? Stacy was the number one person on his, on his life insurance. insurance and collected no! all of it. Yeah. 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 So she collected all of his stuff. And that is <laughs> that is it. That is all. I have no more twists, no more turns, no more Stacey anything. That is it. Use a bitch. Seriously. Seriously. You killed your first husband. You killed your second husband. You try to kill your daughter. In those times you killed your dad. Uh, I'm just gonna say it. I don't even care if it's on the record. She probably on the record, off did. the record, allegedly I mean, how whatever it may that? be. My god. He doesn't want soda. Maybe he was a soda person and the hospital was like, No, no soda. Come on. Dang. It is good it's crazy. Story, so, Rachel. My story. Good job. My story. That was good. Isn't that crazy? That was a good that was one. Wild. That's weird, wild stuff. That is very yeah. wild. She's a nutbag. So Definitely. I want to be done with her. I actually want to put her in the back. <laughs> very back burner of my brain. Because <laughs> I'm done with her. I've oh done too much. Oh, my gosh. I just, I think it's wild. It's wild because, like, money is the thing. You hear about black sure. widows who go, go, go. But most black widows, they, and this is by no means, um, what's the right word? It doesn't make it okay, uh-huh. but most black widows go for their husbands. Right. That's one thing. How the hell are you going to go and try to pin this on, on your, your child? Like, you are a mother. You are a mother. Oh, my gosh. That is insane. I don't know. I mean, I, and I'll say, I'll say this at the end because I can. Ashley and Bree stood next to each other in that courthouse, and they pretty much put their middle fingers up and was like, yeah. Mom, we're done with you. you. They Mom. haven't spoke to her since, either of them. They have moved on. Good for um, them. She just says, I had to move forward with yeah. my life so that Stacy didn't win. Right. So Stacy didn't right. win. Right. And that's how that goes. 100%. That's how that goes. So. And thank God for yeah, her little that's sister. That's crazy. But that's my story. Loved it. Yeah, Brie. Yeah. Brie. Shout out to Brie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was, that was so that good. Was wild. <laughs> I loved it. I loved that it. That was so good. Yeah. yeah. So that's my story. Um, next week, Heather is going to bring you a story. And the really so, actually be waiting for total it. coincidence thing <clears throat> about my story uh, next week is it is also like mother-daughter heavy oh so it's like we themed it without even trying so i'm very excited i feel like that makes so much sense it's a mom cast (laughs) 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 i'm very excited to hear it because first of all i love listening no matter what whether i know it or i don't Mm -hmm. know but i'm like oh i can't wait i feel like there's a really good chance you've heard this story because it's not like yeah. it's not obscure. Like this story made okay. like national headlines. Like it's a but okay. I felt like it was so on theme, not just oh, you yeah. know for oh, but yeah. but for this podcast when you think, "Oh, mother right. related, you know, true crime." This is one that I was like, "Ooh, that's, that's fun to do." And even though I've literally 
seen and or heard or whatever this story. Same. Like, true crime. I mean, if you watch Forensic yeah. Files, if you, like, listen to podcasts, you've, you've heard this story. Um, but it's also very fun to, you know, read into it a little bit more, get a little more detail. And so I'm excited to tell it. It's going to be cool. Also... We're telling it. Right. Well, she's telling it. But it's with us, which means, I mean, we're your new best friends. So until next time. Until next time. Uh, I mean, I'll see you tomorrow probably. Yeah, we're just recording but, a lot. You know. But as for everyone else, we'll catch you next. 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 I can't even speak. This is very good herbal drink. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys later. We hope you guys have a good night. We'll talk or morning, day, Whenever you're listening night, to this. evening, whatever. <laughs> Have a good life. <laughs> Actually, come back. We need you here. No, we want you. <laughs> Until next time. You know what we re- <laughs> you know what we realized? We don't know how to end. Right. We just want to stay. Just need to, I think we just need to eventually just be like, bye. <laughs> no, this is <laughs> this is the thing. At the end of every single time we record, we just keep talking. I know. It's really It doesn't bad. matter. Also, the beginning of the recording. That, that also too. during the middle of the recording. But, but that's and okay. also during the whole recording. <laughs> I think I just heard a baby crying, so I'm pretty sure she woke up. Ooh. So I'll probably get to go feed a baby right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go give that kid your boob. Yep. All right. I will talk to you later. Okay, I love you. Bye. <laughs>listening to episode two just wanted to say we really appreciate all the support that we've got from friends family anyone else who has tuned in and just remember if you guys could rate and review that helps us to be seen by others and then also if you're not yet uh, press follow so that you are subscribed and get the updates on our podcast and when they are going to be released because even though we plan on releasing an episode every Thursday, every once in a while, we can't help ourselves and we want to upload something else. Just like this week, we will be adding a little um, mini bonus on natural disasters. Anyone who sent in a story or, you know, some of our stories and then some other mom stories that we found that we thought were wild. Also, as usual, like I always say, you can find us on um, Instagram or TikTok at wine underscore time underscore pod. And you can also email us at winetimemoms at gmail.com. Remember, it is W-H-I-N-E. Um, so when you email us so we can get it, make sure that you add that H in there. Winetimemoms at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Any kind of case suggestions, recommendations, any feedback that you have on the podcast so far, we would love to hear it. Hope to hear from you guys soon. Have the best day. Have the best week. And we will talk to you later. Okay, bye. It is solvable. It was solvable two weeks after it happened. March 25th, 2004, Cross Plains, Tennessee. Their last day, question mark. Jennifer. Just 21 stands in the kitchen of her boyfriend, Joey Benton's family home, where she and her two-year-old daughter, Adriana Wicks, have been living. She has the only phone in the home in her hand and is on a call with her father. Jennifer expresses how the night before she and her boyfriend's parents, Joe and Cindy Benton, had been involved in a very heated argument. In fact, it was so heated that Jennifer was still rattled from the night before. She moves the receiver down to talk to a muffled female voice coming from behind her. She then says goodbye to her father and hangs up the phone. And what happens next? Well, that's what we're here to find out, isn't it? 
Jennifer and Adriana Wicks have not been seen or heard from since March 25, 2004. I'm a true crime investigative podcaster living in the same town where the Wicks girls went missing. Hi, I'm Jules, and I've teamed up with Jennifer's sister, Casey Robinson, to ask some big questions from our little hush town that we've been too afraid to ask each other over the last 20 years. Where are Jennifer and Adriana Wicks? Small towns talk and guess what? We're listening. Missing in Hushtown is coming 2024, wherever you get your podcasts. The entire first season will drop in August. We'll see you then.